electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market Moving Insight and Analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. After three straight all-time highs for the S&P, the bulls press on here with help from some strong results at Netflix, ASML, SAP, overshadowing some light guidance at some old-line industrials. Our roadmap begins with stock records on a roll. Netflix does provide a big boost ahead of the open after delivering that subs beat. Plus, AT&T shares under a bit of pressure this morning. Quarterly earnings results did miss some expectations, free cash flow perhaps as well. But the company is seeing subscriber gains. And we continue to monitor the ongoing fallout at Boeing. The FAA saying it may further expand its probe. And the CEO of Alaska Airlines saying he's, quote, angry. Let's begin with Netflix up sharply in the pre-market. Company reports 13.1 million new subs in Q4. That is the second best quarter of additions in its history. Revenue also exceeding forecast. Jim, a lot of price target raises on the street. I counted 18, uh, several with a six handle. But it, it was just really toward the fourth quarter. And uh, as usual, a conference call that I found to be uh, just very special. It's a special company. It, it's a company... There's a lot of people are going to talk about how what really happened was they cut down on password sharing. I, I'm not buying that at all. They obviously knew how to do that. They have what I call, David, and I'm going to be really specific about this. They have, as opposed to almost everyone else, exactly what people want. Now, we can talk about TKL. and do that later. But the fact is, they said one line in here that really just was very telling. They said, we're not going to buy linear. You know what linear is? Linear is cop shows. Linear is fire department shows and it's hospital shows. And what they're saying is we're not interested in that crap. Uh, we're not interested in that stuff that Procter & Gamble wants to advertise against and McDonald's wants to advertise against. We want real advertisers who don't mind that we talk about real life. And that stuff was our parents' stuff. So that's what this whole quarter was about. Yeah, it was worth, worth noting. I'm glad you did, Jim, in terms of them saying no, no interest that in linear like, networks. Holy plus. cow! Not that we necessarily thought Chicago, they were. whatever, I mean, Detroit, would they, this, would they ever NCI, wanna, that. Would they ever want to buy Paramount? Uh, no, and obviously, the studio might be of interest, but nobody's buying linear cable no. networks. No, thank you, no way. Listen, you know, uh, uh, one person said to me this morning, as so many have before, the streaming wars are over, and, and uh, <laughs> Amazon has won. Big go. Um, they've reinvented well, themselves Netflix. numerous times along the Netflix. way. Think about from House of Cards to right. where we are right now, and now they're making forays into gaming and obviously live sports, as we know well. And, you know, even the ad-supported tier, which early on people said, ah, it's not really amounting to much. Now they got 23 million subs. They're, so they're up 70% quarter to quarter. And the fact is that there's also a question as to whether they're going to start to take ad dollars from these very linear cable networks and, you just discussed. Yeah, and that's the Warner funny. Brothers Discoveries. Then the you, you agree with me. That, that really was the kind of sub Rosa thing is that you know, what they're really saying is, is that right now linear is dictated by different companies, advertisers that want certain kind of programming that don't want to be boycotted, don't want to cause a problem. So what you do is you do, is you do what they used to do in the 80s and 90s. Listen, we've got to have someone shot. 
We've got to have someone go to the hospital. We have to have someone arrested. We have to have someone prosecuted. And we're home free, except for when we're in NCIS world. And what they're saying is that's over. Yeah. And those shows cost a fortune, and nobody's really interested in them. We'll, we'll resurrect suits. All right. Suits worked. But but for the most part, that is not what people want anymore. They don't want cop shows. They're not interested in hospital shows. What they're interested in is serious drama, no matter where it's from. And even if it's translated, the new people, the young people don't even mind subtitles. But they they did license, for example, Sex in the City. And one of the bull cases is that the more you license, the less you have to take big swings that are expensive. I think they find the one or two things that people really like, like suits, and they run them. But for the most part, uh, and maybe they run them and people like them in Korea or something. But when you look at where they're signing people up, they're signing people up all over the world. Because if you like subtitles, then you're suddenly willing to watch a Brazilian drama. But what they're not going to put on something uh, when the, av- the advertisers are not dictating, with, dictating what they want. I mean, there's, this, there's this thing that's been going on for years no one talks about. I remember because I once dealt with, I had a, a screenplay that was going to be written about me. And they had me uh, as a cocaine addict and going to the hospital and be arrested. I said, well, I haven't done any of those things. He said, well, you want to sell? You want to? I want to sell. <laughs> I said, well, I just want a story about, like, me. I want it to be like what really happened. And one of the guys was like, big produ- big-time producer, said, are you kidding me? Wait, do you think Proctor wants that? Suddenly I realized that my story was about Proctor. I'm not about Proctor. I'm not about Tide. So I think when we see the advertisers, they actually are going to want to be about serious drama that uses curse words and people really die, but like they don't go to the hospital. They're just killed. David, what's happening is that Netflix wants what people want. Yeah, well, they apparently know what people want. And by the way, this was during a quarter where there was not that much new content, in part because of the strike, which we talked about. But they had those to countries. Carl's I mean, point, they're only, only spending $17 billion on content spend, but that is less than many had anticipated when you looked out a couple of years ago to what they'd spend in 2024, you would not have thought they would still be at $17 billion. But who thought that we want to watch stuff from Denmark and, and so, Poland and right. Iceland? But Iceland, my, how much does it cost to make a movie and a, a series in Iceland? My point is that uh, yeah, they probably do spending at that number does allow them to continue to lean into to increasing the margin. Uh, right. 200 basis points in margin expansion is what we're talking about right now. Right. They bought back $2.5 billion That's worth of stock during the quarter, which is more than had been anticipated. And so, yes. We're piling on here in terms of positives uh, right now on Netflix. Uh, and uh, as you might expect, other than that downgrade from Deutsche Bank this yes. morning, the street is quite positive. Uh, the other thing, here's the Bernstein desk. Uh, uh, some feedback, uh, some consternation around just how long, Jim, the tailwind from Password will go on. They did say uh, net ads will be down sequentially. That's seasonal. Right. But is that a hint that maybe this has a, has a shelf life? Well, look, I, I, you know, obviously, what are you going to do if you're them? I mean, you, you, you crack down, and the story, why I disagree with this whole point is, the story is not that's one time only. The story is, holy cow, you mean to tell me that my kids were stealing and they don't have two cents, but they're still willing to just go buy a password? I mean, are you kidding me? I, you know, I was watching when Frank Collins showed it. There was a guy from PSE&G. He says, your, your rates are going to go up. I'd rather cut off my, my electric bill than I would cut off my Netflix bill, except for it would cut off my Netflix. I mean, I think that people, this was a, tour, the reason why I was tour de force is because no one even seems to care that you can't steal anymore. Oh, I can't steal? All right, I'll pay. How many times, if you're, I mean, people, the people who are stealing from Home Depot, they don't suddenly come in and say, you know what, I'm going to start playing, paying for that leaf blower I was going to steal. This, this stuff people want so badly, they're afraid not to have it. It's the default. It is now the it default is. for TV. And that, that, Isn't it something? And that's, you know, it's replaced cable TV as the default. And, so, and it's global. Did you see in the In a top, way that like your cable, shows? you know, 
You see the top stuff. shows they have? I mean, they yeah. just, they hit every, like, World War, I, like, I have like this World War II thing. It's working through the front lines. Well, people like it. People like, whatever they put out, there's five million people that want to watch. I actually watch what Netflix as often. But. And then, you know, it's cram. I mean, they do all these things that I think, it, again, I want to go back to the kill people in a Chicago fire while they're being sent to NCIS in Australia. They're saying, you know, whatever who's spending all the money on that. I like that, by the way. I'm greenlighting that you're right green, now. Yeah, of course that you isn't are. Taken, because, I'm greenlighting because Proctor it. loves it, McDonald's loves it, and the people love it. Oh, oops, the people don't love it. it. The people are willing to have Josh Allen. NCIS They want Australia. Josh Allen versus, versus Mahomes. That's what they're left, left with. And that's that's good, except well, for it costs them more than they make. Yeah. What about the halo today? Warner's up, Roku's up, Paramount, our parent. They're all, all up 2% this morning. It's not zero sum, is it? Enjoy it. I think it might be when it comes to advertising for sum. some of these other companies. The pie is not necessarily growing exactly. on ad spend. Exactly. So even though this is still a small percentage of overall subs, to the fact that it is growing 70% quarter to quarter, and it's already 23 million. I wonder whether that's going to start to hurt some of these other companies. I agree with you, although, of course, they never do that because they're such gents. The conference calls such a well orchestrated arc where they just say, listen, there's still a lot of people. Biggest more, co- more the the competition is sleep. More than Murray. They love that. You know, the competition is time, the competition is the clock. It's a very, people who are trying to understand and want to get into stocks should read the conference call because it's accessible and it really kind of makes, like, I like to think the Proctor, Proctor call is accessible, uh, but this is a really super accessible call for someone who's never thinking about buying the first stock. It really, they really know how to The other thing we didn't mention was the possibility they rolled out of further price hikes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they have a product that people want. It's interesting because if you go to Costco, they won't do it. I mean, they're the. I mean, what are the cards that you're willing to pay more for? You're willing to pay more for anything that Apple tells you. You're willing to more pay more for Netflix. You're willing to pay more for Costco. Costco doesn't want to do that it, because Costco just says, "Listen, we don't want to alienate the customers." Netflix is willing to do it because I, I think they think it actually won't alienate those other companies that you put up. I don't think that they have anywhere near the content that Netflix. Has. It's a content story, and it's a it's a worldwide story, and it's the ability to be able to find something. I mean, right now there's someone doing something creative in Uruguay. I don't know what the hell it is. But you know what? I'm going to pay money for Uruguay, and 17 million people are going to watch it. Because it turns out Uruguay develops actually serious programming. Not just, I got caught in a fire, it, and sure enough, someone from NCIS rescued me, and they took me right to the courtroom, and ba-boom, I'm going to jail. In Sydney. None of that. It's <laughs> that's over. where they prosecute By all the way, that, that program I just described costs yeah. fortunes. No, the Uruguay does. program I just described, Maybe which not. doesn't exist, right. costs nothing. Um, as for the stock you've seen, it's going to be up as much as 10% Well, what today. does that say? I would, and in market value of Netflix now, because we like to play these games, is equal to that of Disney and Paramount and Warner Brothers Discovery, if you put them, put them all together, given we're around $235 or so, probably. DeSantis uh, is not going to attack anything By the way, I would does. point out, if you go back to April of 2022, this was around $160 stock. Remember Bill Ackman oh. lost $400 million on his position? He said buying some pieces. Threw it, threw it, threw it in, you know, said, that's right. it, I'm done with it. That was the Ackman bottom on Netflix. That takes you back to April of 2022, right. and it's been straight up since then. If you but were smart we, enough not just to own that, but to short many of the other streamers, so to speak, you'd be in good shape right this, now. This is not a call about password sharing. It's a call about all the countries that they have developed content. Now you see that bottom I'm and, talking you know, about. One thing that they understood, even though they're, you know, they're older people, they understood that, that subtitles are the preferred way to watch things. So now they can, they can go all over the world and find very interesting drama about 
uh, a person who's uh, who's right. getting divorced to someone in in Iceland, in northern Iceland, which no one's ever been to, and yet there's a murder there, and it turns out that wow, is that interesting because it's over 12 shows, and, and, and you amortize it around the globe, yes. and your yeah. cost of production exactly. is low. Not to mention you're yeah. going to get to watch a lot of wrestling now, and as we well, talked with our guests yesterday about it, I mean, you know, Ari Emanuel, who runs TKO, which obviously signed that deal with yeah. Netflix for Raw made the point that really was only a market increase, but the fact that it was Netflix made all the difference. Take a listen. It's Netflix. They're the global leader. They're the best person, best company with regard to sports entertainment. Um, whether they've done it with Formula One, whether they've done it with Tour de France. And this is kind of the next iteration as they go to live and moving into live. When it comes to Netflix, I'm excited about it too, 52 weeks live. That's a lot of rock raising the eyebrow every week for Netflix. <laughs> uh, FT this morning, uh, jump into Pro Wrestling Signal's tipping point for sports media. Well, it's not sports, it's entertainment. and. It's great entertainment. Uh, it happens, happens to do with the concept of sports because people are beating up people. Uh, that They do beat up people very well in the NFL. I think that if you beat up people, it still sells. But they have to be really beaten up, or at least look like they're beaten up. Right. Well, this is to it is uh, entertainment, but well, yeah, but this it's, is it's every it's, it's every week. Yeah, and it's you know, a storyline. Football, and Netflix, football Netflix season ends. Although although the, although Dwayne is trying to get it so football season doesn't end. Right. Yeah, I know you were seem to be a believer in the XFL. I went, I went or daily UFL. fantasy for that. Couldn't say anything bad about that. No, it's never succeeded. No, but because you those were all people in. play for dinner. When you pay an athlete twenty-five million a year, like, all he cares about is not Dwayne, getting hurt. You're going to succeed where nobody succeeded before with spring football. My friend Brian Westbrook told me it's going to work, and Brian, darn good business person. I, I'm, I'm a believer. I'm a believer that anything that, that is real. In other words, there are people out there who are killing themselves in order to be able to play for the NFL. You know, NFL, like you said, like you said, 92 people start the season in the NFL. When you go to training camp, when you say, hey, listen, who are all those people wearing the red pennies? Who are those other people? They always say the same thing. Nobody you'll ever have to worry about. Yeah, the challenge is spinning out their biographies, yes. which is what the Olympics does yes. well and what the NFL right. does well. And, oh, by the way, going against The Rock, not been a great thing for people's career. You know, I short the rock, and you know what? No, you don't want do you to do invite that. me to what? You don't want to do that. To, Wait, your, if I sh- to your funeral. Invite me to your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, a look at what to expect from Tesla tonight, uh, due out after the close of trading today. Take a look at the pre-market. Uh, it's a mixed bag of guidance today. We'll talk about uh, T and DuPont. Uh, definitely being offset, though, by these, these guidance numbers from ASML and SAP when we come back. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective? 
is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Uh, let's take a look at shares of uh, AT&T this morning. You know, we talked a bit about Verizon yesterday, which had a very strong day in the market after posting numbers that did seem to be ahead of uh, expectations of uh, of those who follow the company. Not the case, at least in the early going here for AT&T. Perhaps the free cash flow number, because overall, the 526,000 postpaid phone net ads, by the way, better in the quarter than, than Verizon's. Um, now, remember, they're following a different strategy when it comes to broadband. And I spoke yesterday about Verizon adding that 375,000 fixed wireless customers in the quarter, getting to over 3 million of those customers. AT&T is spending a lot more money to bring fiber right to you in the old-fashioned way. Uh, and they did have 273,000 net ads in fiber. It's a big effort for them. It's consuming a decent amount of their uh, CapEx, uh, which continues to be at a fairly high level. Um, and their outlook, adjusted EPS 215 to 225, that perhaps is giving some people pause, yeah. Jim. Uh, and maybe one reason why the stock does look to, to, to open perhaps as low, uh, another 2% lower uh, overall. So you um, didn't think postpaid? If 526 was below expectations, I, I thought it was supposed to be like 620. Was it? Yeah, was yeah. it? No, you may, you may have That's something there. That's the line I figured on mobility. That, uh, that was also below. And free cash flow was a bit mixed as yes. well in terms of, again, at least expectations. AT&T will tell you, hey, we hit beyond the higher end of our guidance, but that doesn't appear to be the case. Free cash flow in the fourth quarter, $6.4 billion. Full year, $16.8 billion, they say, exceeded their previously increased guidance and up $2.6 billion versus the prior year. Yeah, what did you make of the fact that their churn was lower and Verizon's churn was higher, Yeah. but Verizon charged more, they raised more, and they got a lot of people to pay. I thought Verizon was a good quarter. I know you did. I, I haven't dug more, uh, deeply enough into it, frankly, to be able to answer the question with any level of Got an insight. upgrade of Verizon out of Daiwa today. I think it was very good. Uh, the other thing was that some looked at the uh, EPS guide and argued there's some depreciation in there. It's a little muddier than just a straight guide it, lower. It is muddier, but the numbers were good. And I think that Verizon raised prices multiple times and did not seem to lose any uh, you know, substantial customers. So I, I like a company that raises price and doesn't lose a lot. You just have to wonder where, if they're raising price in one area. Are they discounting in another, though? Right. It's sort of all in, phones and everything else. I like to look at 20 years of all of them just to make the point. Oh, uh, Why do you hurt me? I hurt every – because, you know what, it's not – sometimes you don't want to be a long-term holder of these things, right? Okay. It's not everything goes up. Uh, well, I and, was going to give you a China story. This I wanted like Verizon versus AT&T because oh. actually it makes Verizon look good. How about T-Mobile? You put T-Mobile in there? What well, happens? T-Mobile, you don't have 20 years, but T-Mobile right. obviously has been the place to be, as you well know, I without know. a doubt. T-Mobile has rewarded you for being a shareholder absolutely, uh, over the last five years or, or more. Uh, the Sprint deal obviously being a key there as well. And then the leadership of John Ledger followed on by Mike Siebert. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, whereas you didn't want to own either one of these things. No. And, and obviously, I know you get dividends. And we don't include that there, and that's important, but it's still mean. It's still not great. Well, ATT uh, stock has got a good dividend because it did what? <laughs> uh, it, it went down a lot. They cut witness. the dividend. made the yield better, but they I, cut the dividend. I, You'll you know, never forgive them. Nana, ever. Nana Mary said it. If you don't have anything good to say, then don't say it. So ATT. <laughs> Just silence. That's the, the silent treatment. That's all you got. They say they're winning on the local level. You know, Johnson Johnson's like the Eagles. What does that mean? Can't figure out what went wrong. 
We're going to get to some other uh, guidance. Uh, Texan and clearly DuPont having uh, not a good pre-market. We'll get Kramer's mad dash and countdown to the opening bell. One more look at the futures here as we try to put together, or extend at least, this string of all-time highs. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shei, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. We're going to get uh, Jim's view on some semi-cap today as ASML orders crush expectations. Uh, bookings at 9 billion euros. Street was looking for three and change. That's definitely helping out uh, some of the NASDAQ winners list this morning. We'll get that opening bell in just about five minutes. Don't forget, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Just listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Let's do it. Time for a mad dash as we get ready for an opening bell two and a half minutes from now on what we like to call hump day. Right. There are three, there, there are three standouts today. There's SAP. They fired 8,000 people and they're going heavy AI. There's obviously Netflix. And then there's ASML. Now, they make uh, semiconductor capital equipment. Their typical machines are as big as a city bus, just people know. You need them to make really complex machines. The United States has not favored this Dutch company being able to sell to China, but there's an export control that the Chinese beat. They ordered a huge amount. And what's, this is really important, David, is ASML is the high level, so the read-through is to NVIDIA. Uh, Taiwan Semi is using it. And the reason I bring that up is it's high-end. It's because Texan, Texas Instruments reported a weaker number. That's lower-end ships. That would not be this kind of thing. So ASML is the highest and finest. And you can take that as a read-through that the Chinese don't want to be totally left behind. Uh, or you can take it as a read-through that just AI chips are the strongest part. And everything else is just pedestrian. Everything Texas else is sort of moving on its own trajectory, but yeah. nothing like that. I mean, Texas Instruments was auto and industrial, and they were their usual curt sells on the conference call, which is basically, listen, we're doing exactly what we say we're going to do. Uh, but Texas Instruments is the industrial IoT part, not good. Uh, and then ASML is the NVIDIA AMD part. Excellent. Right. Uh, we should point out it, it is a Dutch company, but it's if you look at the history of it, it's U.S. technology. Exactly. Which right. is why we do have an important role there in saying no. Right. And, and Gina Armando, who's the Commerce Secretary, is very sophisticated in our country. She recognizes, that this is really important, people, that there are uh, some chips that we can't let the Chinese have. Now, I think that China eventually is going to have to come around and do something to make it so that they need get these ships because it's going to, it's going to stunt their growth. Yeah. But I will point out in the later point of the show that China did pull out all the stocks last night. They did. They did a 50 basis point reserve cut. This is not, this is not manipulation stock. This is for real China. And you can buy Chinese stocks on what they did last night. This is real. We'll talk about that more in a moment. Let's get the opening bell here in the real-time exchange of the big board, Morgan Stanley Investment Management, celebrating the listing of the Morgan Stanley Direct Lending Fund at the NASDAQ. It's a, a financial services conference exchange taking place in Miami in February. There were some jokes that on the call, they tried to get Texan to say, is March the bottom? And they could not get them to say what Sanjay said the other day. I don't think people understand. I've followed Texas for a long time. I've actually always liked them. But they don't play by the rule. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're like 
they're like one of those companies that you, you limit yourself to one question. If you ask two questions, you say, we're only answering one of those two questions. They're tough. Uh, they do their own thing. They are a public company. But no, they're not going to call it for you. They're not going to play that game. Uh, I do enjoy them. They are a very good company. They make a lot of money. But they are uh, independent of the street. And they are, as they would say, as good as their clients want them. I mean, they're like, if there's too much inventory in the system, then no good. Hey, by the way, on this bell ring, Morgan Stanley, this direct, um, I hope it's direct to making money because most qu- last quarter was direct to not making money. Morgan Stanley is, uh, it, this is their time uh, to show that they are still interested in growing margins and in leverage. Uh, and not the leverage where you take down debt, but leverage where you have a, a machine working. Maybe this will help them which is good yes. because my chapel trust owns them and uh, it's been extremely disappointing. Well, uh, B of A, Savita's got a note today that uh, bank positioning is only three points off of the SVB lows and that uh, there's a good chance that maybe if you're looking, are they a coiled spring, the potential coiled I, spring. I agree it's a coiled spring, but I also come back and say, if you lis- listen to David and he talks about say private equity or private credit, those guys are the wild west, they can do whatever they want. And banks are so heavily regulated, they're still trying to figure out what they can do. Right. They are. Although direct lending, that's kind of what we're talking about there. Right. That's yeah. why I say this I could know. actually help giving the it ac- Giving access to the, I was being very positive about the average investors, so to speak, to right. what is a, a, a very quickly growing market that we've talked about so many times. To your point, that has disintermediated, disintermediated the banks to a exactly. certain extent. Exactly. There is a question as to whether they're going to come fighting back some of the banks and start to finance LBOs in the way they used to. Yeah, there is. Um, to try to take some market share back. They always say, listen, we benefit anyway because we have these relationships with the private equity firms and with the direct, with the private credit aspect of it as well that we benefit from. But they used to finance all these deals and now they don't. I know. And that was where the margin was. That was the VIG. Oh, yeah. I mean, except if you were financing Twitter, which was led by Morgan Stanley. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure where they marked that the 13 ha- billion. It's not a halcyon period for, this, for Morgan Stanley. Oh, look, the stock's actually up. It's only down four points from the comp, from uh, from their miserable quarter. I mean, from the quarter that it was poorly uh, received. We no, did no. have yesterday. It was City quarter, it was just poorly received. City took <laughs> Meta to 440 yesterday. Um, Reels revenue accretive. They think uh, ad loads up 20 basis points quarter on quarter. Uh, the advertising, the advertisers have sought where people are, particularly where younger people are. Zuckerberg uh, is a great business person, and he's giving them the content that they want to advertise against. Uh, I still believe, by the way, that you know, TikTok is the forward way that you can explain to people. I think older people, and I mean anyone older than, say, 40, does not realize that where people get their news, where people uh, congregate and talk about, if it's not Netflix, it's TikTok. And we're all still thinking that maybe they read the paper and stuff. New York Times. New York Times. Good numbers. New York Times. Older people read the paper. Well, no. It's not about it. It's about about digital when it comes to the New York Times. That's that's all the success is digital. Puzzles, cooking. And all, leisure yeah, silos. All yes. those other yeah. areas. Yeah. I mean, wire but, cutter. And, I mean, they've come up with all sorts of different. I think time, the New York Times is some, one of the most compelling things in the world. For I think that younger people actually read those stories. It's got an and it's billion beautiful. dollar market value now. Far it should. From, far from failing. They far completely failing. pivoted in a way that, was, that we don't talk about enough. They pivoted quality. And it works, and the stock just kind of goes up and goes, we never talk about it. Jim, uh, we're basically 2% from 5K, S&P. At a time where the 10-year does not have a three-handle, we're back to 410. 
Are you starting to watch this melt-up conversation? Or well, not? I just think that I have a conference call that I'm giving for the club today uh, at noon, and I'm just going to talk about, like, why do we really have to own anything other than tech? The moment we move away from tech, we get blown up. And, uh, and it's painful because diversification is the only free lunch. I know, I know Mr. Gensler, the head of the SEC, we used to talk about that, that you need that diversification. Diversification, this, it's killing you. Is, it's is, killing you. Is DuPont a good example of well, that I, today? We sold some DuPont last week because I said, what's it doing up here? And the answer was nothing. And uh, when you think about Ed Breen being a very seasoned hand, he got beat by China. He got beat by destocking. Uh, there was too much inventory. There's too much inventory in a lot of different places when it comes to industrial. Look at 3M. They had a, they had a quarter where there was too much inventory, and it, and it meant that next quarter would be bad. What he's saying is the next quarter would be bad DuPont. But that was, that, that was terrible. Uh, prelim uh, guide here on Q1 uh, is below on sales, below on adjusted EPS by quite a bit. They're looking for low then, 60s, streets at 88, and they mention China specifically. This no, is I, DuPont we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, you know, it, it was like I searched for Pont guys for what degree of negative word that I can come up with uh, because it, it, I, I don't have a new one other than the fact that uh, when I spoke to them, I said, guys, you're looking at 65. And uh, at the time, the stock was, that was, you know, we spoke to these guys. And candidly, uh, uh, I, I'm going to tell people today on my call, look, we sold the stock, some stock at 74, and we're not buying this one back. You're not? No, because they told you it won't be any good till May. If they can even predict China. If they can even predict China. Which nobody can predict. China. No, we, nobody seems to have a handle on China at all. No. They cut some reserve requirement ratios. That was big. Uh, Yardeni today says they're in recession, which sounds weird given their official data, but he does think the wealth effect there is having a real, is biting. Well, I, I put a China file together. When I saw that they did 50 basis points, they're in panic mode. So what they did was they bought a lot of stock. And then they lowered. Well, we don't really know well, what they actually did with no, the stock thing. That but was Alibaba, reports that they haven't even, I don't believe, okay, fully so confirmed here. in terms of what they were putting into the stock market. Market potentially, but I got, what's in your China have, file I there? Four of a kind, David, which is a darn good hand. Okay, I got Baidu, Baidu, Hinduoduo, which of course is Temu, which is Temu is some of the finest quality stuff that I've ever seen in a waste management landfill. Uh, they've got JD.com, JD, of and I've got Alibaba, and there you, you can, go. Yeah, this is four of a kind. That is that is four big big Chinese Absolutely. companies, very four, important companies. So in, in light of New Hampshire, this is a handful of Trump. <laughs> that that it could be all as Trump. Well. This is it, right here. Because this is what's going to work, because they've decided with this 50 base point cut, that's just not manipulation of the market. That's like, all right, we'll play. What do you need? So you buy every one of these, every single one of these for a trade. Because they, you can't help them. They're, they're panicking. I've been waiting for the big panic. They're panicking. They're going to actually do Keynesian. I don't know what they're going to do. You know why? Why? It's China, Jim. Forget it, it, Jake. You get okay, it. It's China. Forget it, Jim. Okay, it's China. Jake. The PRC is a giant hedge fund, and they're going long, and they're going to move the market. They are a hedge fund. Has Ackman talked about the hedge fund? Better? They're a hedge fund. Giant hedge fund. What? When you say they're, things like that, you know what do you just say like the North because you, like the Carolina, they make like the for Panthers. a good statement, or do you actually in some way believe that? David, it's not entertainment. It's sports entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what's entertaining for me? What would that Reading be? the background of the transaction for in a proxy for a big M&A battle. Really wake me at 10. U.S. Steel. 
Uh, kind of interesting. Actually, also goes back to at least geopolitics to some extent. Um, but what did we learn from the background of the transaction that we read on U.S. Steel? Well, that Cleveland Cliffs was a bit closer than perhaps some had anticipated in terms of the cover bid. 54 Whoa. versus, of course, the bid that was taken at 55 hey, is he from done? Nippon. is he done? I love that guy. It's, it was half cash, half stock, and a lot of the proxy Lorraine or gone. this background, as you might imagine, is devoted to explaining why the board looked askance, perhaps, at Cleveland Cliffs. It was both the need for a shareholder vote, the fact that it was half cash, half stock, and most importantly, the antitrust risk that they felt that that deal represented. Cleveland Cliffs proposing perhaps as much as $2 billion in divestitures that would be fine, but the board coming back and saying, we think it could be as much as you need $7 billion revenue, in other words, units that create as much as $7 billion in revenues being divested to make this thing work. It was a risk they were not willing to take, not to mention, of course, you had an all-cash offer that was higher from Nippon. But, Jim, there is still concern on the part here of, of some that, you know, who knows? Even though Japan is our longtime ally, even though there's no jobs that are going to be migrating in any way, in fact, they've committed to corporate jobs, even though there seems to be at least something they have to resolve with the unions that, that isn't that significant, perhaps, that, um, you know, brings some risk. And so you do see a stock that's trading at a decent spread to the 55 cash deal uh, as a result of that. But, uh, you know, it's hard to think that Cleveland Cliffs, even though they're trying still to, to create some concern, will be successful. It is interesting that of the, the industrials that I follow, we'll get the rails tonight, sorry, CSX, but those of steel's doing well. Newcore broke out yesterday. So they got the cash. Yeah. yeah. And Cleveland Cliffs is the, one of the great consolidators. Arcelor of was there, perhaps, uh, uh, you know, Stelco with the consortium. But again, the, the main bidding, as you go back and look, and it started, you know, right. 35, and then it got to 43. They did a great job uh, in getting value there at, at U.S. Steel. But there's a great scarcity of, of, of assets because our industry was wiped out by the Chinese a long time ago. Some of the survivors were Newcor, lowest-cost producer, and Cleveland Cliffs because they're ruthless. Right. But Cleveland Cliffs is a—you know what they are? Tell me. They're the Broadcom of steel. Ooh. Yeah. Broadcom of broadcom steel. Broadcom of steel. All they right. come in with a, like, chainsaw, but honest— and they get, you know, they make sure that they're very productive. Eight, uh, uh, Broadcom stock price is one, two, three, four right now. Is it? Yes, twelve hundred and thirty-four. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my that God! Can't be right. that come on! Come I'm on! I'm that is you. not real. How did you, oh, how did you get in the entertainment it just business? Changed. One, two, three, four, five, six was on there. One, two, three, four, point five, six. Now oh, it's one, two, three, four. You point are nine, amazing. That was an amazing moment. Okay, so right well, there, there, there. See, David just made historic news. That's about a We don't even have the quote on the, on the screen. That's 1.6 million people. something or other. There it is again. Oh, went away. It was one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, well. David, you I'm are sorry. just a fan of information, and but I have to, I have to tell you that. AVGO guys back in the booth is the symbol right. we're talking I, about. I have to tell you that I yeah. am. I, 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 I you am like amazed. the stock, right? Oh, Royal Con? Oh, yeah. Kid is hot ten. He always uh, gets now his it's man. One, two, three, six. But I always think that, you know, you just had the fastest tightening cycle in the history of whatever, and the steel companies are at New course, company Becky, you know, all-time high. Packard yeah. doing really great. A truck company. What a weird tightening. Less than 100 billion now separates uh, Broadcom market cap from Tesla's, uh, Jim. And a lot of discussion about what we're going to get tonight. Looking for clarity on the EV deceleration, right. uh, delivery good. data for the year, and then Auto GMX credit. Yeah. Yes, and you know maybe some mention of the uh, of the pickup. Don't know. Uh, 
it's time to pull rabbit out of the hat if you're. Is, if it, you're you think Musk. that's what this Redwood crossover is, according to Reuters, looking to start production of a new EV in twenty five? Really need that. I mean, you got to get. You know, I kicked him out of the, the seven last night, made it to Super Six, pending the idea that he may have a rabbit. There, there's got to be. How does it? Blaine, David Blaine. You know, they got to do something. They got to do something. What? It's Musk. What do I know? It's Musk. It's Musk. Forget it, Musk. Forget it's it. It's Musk. Musk. It's, it's China. It's, it's Musk. Musk. <laughs> like I got no answers. Well, no. You get what's the you got that that Broadcom number? I do. I'm still watching. That was like David. I'm fascinated Blaine. by it. No, look. Tesla's going to be really important because you know you had this Netflix beautiful call. And then you've got this back-to-back Netflix, Tesla, and they always have something really great to say. Although Tesla is uh, the last call, by the way. Tesla sounded like they're a tool and die company. It was so straight. How about IBM too? We got a lot of a lot of companies that are interesting in terms of like like IBM could have a great quarter after the bell as well. They could have a great quarter. They could. Uh, they could. Um, guys, shares of eBay are up two and a half percent on news that they're going to uh, cut as many as a thousand. Uh, Jeez, they, maybe they uh, fire roles. everybody. Goes up ten percent. Most significant and toughest of these decisions, uh, a CEO wrote in uh, in a memo, is to reduce our current workforce by about a thousand uh, roles, estimated nine percent. As you see it right there, full-time employees. Also, scaling back the number of contracts we have within our alternate workforce over the coming months, you take a look, but uh, stock, as is often the case, responding positively to efficiency that we have often seen amongst uh, companies that announce these kinds of things. And not the only one today, Jim, SAP. You see this chart on uh, restructuring 8,000 jobs on an AI push, and then their OperaNet guide goes uh, goes higher. That was incredible, SAP. I I expected a decent quarter. I didn't expect them to to, to just kind of fire as many people as possible and, and go all in AI, and that was a wonderful quarter. Uh, and David, I'm going to do a little Karnak Magnificent uh, Jeopardy kind of thing. Yeah. Go ahead. What is a blowout? Okay. How do you describe ServiceNow's quarter that's going to be reported tonight? Thank you, Karnak. Yep. What is a blowout? Really? Yes. So you're what making a, a call right now on a quarter that hasn't yes. yet it, come I, to I light. I care. You think I care? ServiceNow is going to be a blowout. Yeah, yeah. You're, going, you're all in with Bill. Yes, I am all in with Bill. Okay, here's one. With he's the digital, the yeah. digital right. The digital uh, transformation is taking place all over. Yes. A blowout, Trotsky. What? What, what is Trotsky? Russian prune juice. <laughs> An actual Carson. <laughs> um. I think we're waiting on PMIs. I don't know if we're going there now. If not, we can do a little bit of uh, Boeing. What do you think, guys? Well, who made the doors and where and when? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have answers other than the fact that this is a little hill, you know, time to go to the hill. This is the time where David Calhoun, this is the time that tries men's souls. Uh, they are going to meet with some senators, Calhoun. Yeah. And then you had the CEO of Alaska talk to Tom Costello on the Today Show about the number of loose bolts that they found. Take a quick listen. I'm more than frustrated and disappointed. I am angry. This happened to Alaska Airlines. It happened to our guests. It happened to our, our people. Uh, and and um, my um, demand on Boeing is what are they going to do to improve their quality programs in-house? We are sending our audit people to audit their quality control systems and processes 
to make sure that every aircraft that comes off that production line that comes to Alaska has the highest levels of excellence and quality. Meantime, the FAA chief, Jim, says that this probe might, might extend beyond the max. Yeah, uh, look, I, the news isn't good. Uh, all I can say is, David, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for getting me out of Boeing. You're welcome. This is just a, such a problematic situation because we hear, like, oh, it's Malaysian doors. Oh, it's plug-in. Uh, I, I, and I think that there's obviously people who are just saying, look, Calhoun's not the man. Uh, Calhoun did throw himself on his sword in that amazing interview with, with Phil. Uh, but when, how many, and, and remember, Alaska's angry. Southwest was angry last time. United. Yeah, United was angry. I mean, everyone gets angry, but the one thing they don't do? Pull their order. <laughs> yes. You see, better than being angry is you pull your order. Right. Uh, and versus yesterday, uh, RTX, they had the problem with the geared turbofan. No one, no one can't, you know, people are upset, but no, no one canceled orders. That's when you know. When they cancel order, that speaks softly and, and carry a large stick of the planes, order. It's a duopoly. It's hard yeah. to cancel an order. Yeah, we should get in that business, David. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll make a note of that. Yes. All right. Uh, the macro data is about to heat up next few sessions, and it's getting started now with PMI. Let's get to Rick Santelli. Hey, Rick. Hi, Carl. Indeed, these are January preliminary reads on the S&P Global PMIs. We all know manufacturing in recession, and the last 12 of 14 months on manufacturing have been under 50, but not today. 50.3, it pops. That's the best level since October of 22. You see yields moving up on these data points. We know services have been doing better. 52.9, a big beat, best since June of last year. And finally, the composite leaning on the services strength side. Another solid number, 52.3. 52.3, and that is the best since June of last year. And both services and composite now uh, 12 above 50 in a row, and that is exactly the opposite of what's going on in manufacturing. Rates have moved a bit higher after coming in lower, and of course, we have 61 billion of five-year notes up for auction at one Eastern. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. We talked about Proctor yesterday. Today, Kimberly is in the news, uh, down 4% pre-market. And as we get an open here, 151 misses, 153. Yeah. A margin miss, Jim. Uh, a lot know. of Forex in- impact. I know. that was. The, I didn't like the revenues. And I just was hoping this could be a quarter they could put it together because it's such a great American company. But it's not this one. Yeah. Meantime, uh, coming off the opening highs, but fresh record highs for S&P Tech and the S&P at large. Uh, more Squawk in the Street continues in a minute. We'll get stopped trading with Jim after a break. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. One of the untold stories here is if China's really coming back because they're doing this all stops panic, I say, which I think they are because this is really big, then energy's going to come back. And it just so happens that Halliburton reported a very good number last day. No, that's more domestic. SLB would be more China. But but just in terms of you need more oil because China's going to make a comeback, I want to look at Halliburton. Tonight I'm going to devote some time on the show for Halliburton because I think that we may be at an inflection point. China it could, could be real. This is not manipulating the market. This is like, holy cow, let's, let, next thing you know, they're going to do a resolution trust for, for, uh, for residential. I swear, they're, they're real. The Chinese are real this time. Although I noticed uh, Sembolist over at JPM yesterday, oil intensity, I mean, oil versus GDP growth, what, down 70% from the no, 70s? He knows, he knows energy really, really well. He did a great energy conference that I was hoping to get invited to. It didn't. Um, but uh, I'll have to talk to Jamie. Maybe this time I'll get invited. Jamie wouldn't speak to me at the healthcare conference. Jamie, I just, 
I think he always speaks to me when he goes to Philadelphia. <laughs> and then you got to bleep it out a little bit. Yeah, oh, my God. He's, he's got to cut. He started his presentation in Philadelphia with with a bomb. <laughs> and I'm like, i got to cut that. I can't use that. I can't. I gotta, but you got to cut that. You know how you do that stuff on TV? That's called a sod or something. Sound Vod. on tape. Yes. Vod, Sound whatever. on tape. But I couldn't use it. Welcome to... Wow, but he did get the feel of what happens in Philadelphia in sports, like when you drop, when you dump a bottle, a big box of popcorn, popcorn. in your coach, you know. <laughs> the popcorn. So we'll see you tonight, uh, Mad Money, 6 p.m. When we return, more reaction to Netflix and that subs beat with the S&P at fresh all-time highs. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. From a flat tire in the city to a dead battery on a distant drive, AAA is partnering with T-Mobile for Business to accelerate response times and get more drivers back on the road fast. Our nationwide connectivity powers location telematics, so AAA's fleet can find stranded drivers quickly while being fully equipped with the in-vehicle tools to have answers when they get there. This is elevating the member experience. This is AAA with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 